This is the War Room Roundtable podcast, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant businessmen and women on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they've learned on the road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their successes into your life and business. The War Room Roundtable is brought to you by your hosts, Jason Miller, CEO of Strategic Advisor Board, and Philip Llanos, CEO of Own the Rhythm, and former podcast host for Entrepreneur and Inc. Magazine. Welcome to the War Room. It is an absolute pleasure to have you here. Brian, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing awesome. I'm glad to be here. Appreciate the uh, the invite. Yeah, man, we were chopping it up before we hit record. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm excited to hear this uh, origin story. And the first question we love asking is, uh, do you yourself come from a family of entrepreneurs, uh, working professionals, creatives? Uh, I come from a, uh, a family of people who uh, tried to be entrepreneurs and never did. Hence, one of the reasons why I uh, I wanted to, because I wanted to actually pick up that legacy and or or actually create that legacy, right? Uh, and 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 actually get it done. So I'm the first one. All right. Okay. And so I have in my notes that you have a lifetime of sales experience. Mm -hmm. Accurate. Yeah, I've done nothing but that uh, since I graduated college. I've been in wow. sales whole career. Now, you don't stay in a career like that just because you have to. That's something that either went well for you or didn't because there's two kinds of people in sales, right? The ones that are selling and the ones that aren't. Yep. <laughs> and you get weeded out really fast. How how did you feel the first time you stepped into sales was it all the things that everybody talks about, the nerves and the, I don't know, why would oh, you? Oh, totally. I, uh, <laughs> I had, I'll say I was real green and had no idea what I was doing uh, and quickly figured out if I don't find the people that have done this before successfully, I'm not going to make it. Yeah. And, and I knew I had to find somebody to lead me. And so you found a mentor and you started uh, taking a couple of pages out of their notebook and applying yep. it to your own. hundred percent, hundred percent. And I also realized like, Hey, those people that are managing me are not my leaders. <laughs> That's an important one right there. Mm -hmm. it, so much so that my first job out of college, uh, I had a year anniversary. They gave me a raise on Monday and I quit on Friday. <laughs> i'm getting the hell out of here yeah man uh, most people i feel especially when you're younger right you feel like well i already started here i gotta i gotta wait it out what pushed you what what do you what can you attribute that to anything like the your gumption to just be like next um man it was just the 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 will to succeed so you know growing up you know, my, my childhood story, I, I quickly at a young age realized that I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to shit show and I need to take care of myself and I need to figure out how to make it for myself. And I just carried that on into life. Like, right. Like, Hey, if I'm looking around and, and this ain't working and, and I'm not working, I need to figure out how to make it work. And, uh, it's like hell or high water. I was going to do it. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Necessity is 
definitely an element that will get you to do amazing things. Totally. hundred percent. And so you started building this reputation for sales and began to excel in a way that only few do because not there you can count like the number of like really successful salespeople who can help others become mm-hmm. leaders as well. So I imagine at some point you also became someone's mentor or things of that nature. Is that where you're at or or, or now? Oh, yeah. Or did it take or did it get happen earlier? Um well, th- what happened was, you know, I, I was doing a lot of referral networking, uh, networking for referrals, and that's how I generate business. And people would ask me like, hey, I kind of like how you describe this. Let's grab a beer, like teach me what that is, right? And it was there were beers, lunches, breakfasts. And finally, there was a guy that said, hey, um, I respect you. I'm going from being a banker. I want to go into the financial services space, and I want you to help me uh, do that. And uh, uh and, uh, and, and he paid me to do it. Uh, he paid me to, to, to be his coach. Uh, I wasn't trying to, to be anybody's coach. He just asked me and I was like, yeah, I like this. And and in six months he was, uh, top three in every metric that they kept on a path to make a half a million dollars. And I was like, Oh, I mean, I didn't do it. He did it, but I was like, Hey, there's something here. And this was fun. This doesn't, this doesn't feel like work. Ah, you found the sauce. Okay. The, the <laughs> sauce was there. I just had, he just helped me. He showed it to me, right? Yeah, you just had to put it on the barbecued rib. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yep. We just spoke with someone earlier, Tawana, about how sometimes life, uh, you're ready to like do one thing and then life actually will put it in front of you. No, you're actually going to be doing this now, right? And you can either pay attention to it and leverage that or ignore it. And it sounds like you paid really close attention. I gave up. Uh, I was on a path to be a partner at a uh, insurance brokerage, you know, 80 plus percent on the way there. And I gave it all back. I gave it away. I said, hey, I don't want this. You take it. Uh, I gave the business, my book back to the to the owner of the business and said, I'm going to go do this. And it's oh, been wow. like that ever since. Okay. So now you're doing the coaching. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Jason and I talk about this all the time. LinkedIn, there's probably five or six minimum messages from someone going, Hey, I saw you're in my network. Would love to connect because we're in the same industry. Okay. Because we wear the same shirt. All right. I want to give you a mobile app, right? So cold outreach <laughs> is not easy. Yeah. And yet, some people are doing it terrible and not batting an eyelash. What are your opinions on this? And, and do you have any specifics that you look at when working on LinkedIn or do you use other avenues besides LinkedIn? Cause well, you might I, as well I, ask somebody of your caliber this question. Yeah, no, no, I, uh, I do. I do use LinkedIn and I, I, uh, I do my best, right. I'm not perfect. I do my best to just create relevance. Um, uh, if everybody else is making offers right off the bat, don't make offers right off the bat. Right. Uh, I mean, I, I, sometimes I just ask somebody simply, Hey, are you looking for any help? I mean, it's a simple question, right? Or, Hey, would you be interested in a conversation rather than saying, Hey, I can, I, I promise I'm going to take you to a million dollars before I ever (laughs) ask you a simple, any question, right? Like, uh, I don't, I don't give out my calendar link right off the bat. Oh man, no, I, I, 
I've, I I had one time someone asked me if I wanted a, a mobile app. I told them no. They said okay. A week later, they asked me, "Hey, well, what about now?" <laughs> I, I, I did. I didn't know how to respond because I was like, "Well, I," and I went out of my way to not be rude and explain to them how it's not relevant at all to me. So yeah. I'm I'm just floored often by how. It just I, I don't understand and I've tried cold outreach I'm not I, I I'm not there yet I'll be honest I do a lot of my stuff based off referrals and it's not easy I get it but also uh it's like Jason always says you know like the focus on the relationship and everything else takes care of itself and business in general 100 percent right? I mean here's an example right so uh I I, I reach out cold to people you know, maybe 25% of my business comes from cold, right? I reach out to a guy. I said, Hey, I've been, you know, I, I, I appreciate what you're doing. I've been helping people in your space, create results. If you're curious, I've got recommendations on my profile. Would a conversation be relevant? I, I don't know if I can help you conversation. Relevant. He goes, no, my business is great. Everything is, I couldn't be better. Three weeks later, I got an introduction to him from one of my clients. Brian, <laughs> it sucks. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, my, my business is falling apart. I'm like, what? <laughs> and I didn't say anything, right? I won't, I won't say anything. I don't want to embarrass anybody. I care about the guy. But there's a big difference between the referral-based and the cold stuff, right? It's a huge difference. That's incredible. Because I can see that playing out for real. I got to hear Jason's <laughs> take on all this so far that we heard, man. You know, God, do I even want to get started on LinkedIn? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, well, it's just the thing about it. I don't know why people, they portray themselves one way and that's really not what they are. It's a lot harder to be somebody else, right? So, totally. Isn't it easy to just be you for crying out loud? Um, but, you know, you see all these... And this is what makes it difficult, too, to communicate with people that you think could be the correct person for you to communicate, because up on their header, it says CEO and smashing it. Yeah. And then you scroll down to to, to where it says their work experience and they're working at freaking Walmart as a, (laughs) you know, a Walmart greeter. It's like, wait a minute. (laughs) You know, and then and then you send them or, or you had sent them something. They say, no, thank you. And then it's like, why? Why did that person say no, thank you mm-hmm. to just hopping on a call and getting to know you? And then you go look at their profile because you didn't dig deep enough. And you go, son of a, that's why. Right. Mm-hmm. So so it's but. You know, we live in a bit of a world where like trying to build a meaningful relationship with the right client avatar is kind of difficult too, because fraught with charlatans, man. I mean, it is, I call them COVID coaches, COVID consultants. You know, they went and bought their totally. $35 certificate off one. <laughs> totally. you know, you know, I know that's really harsh, but I'm just saying it's going on and it's making it hard. It is going on, right? And I, so I think about different ways to uh, to build relationships with people. And and here's the crazy thing is not prospecting somebody right away when you connect with them is a great way to build a relationship because you don't do what everybody else is doing, right? And I do a lot of LinkedIn events. Uh, I do a lot of LinkedIn events where I let them self-select in. 
And then, okay, if, you, if you're coming to me, it's your choice to show up to this or not. And then you get all of me. People realize, right? Like when you start interacting with me, you know that I'm not a charlatan, right? Like this is what you get. If you don't like it, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Here's an interesting thing that I did. So the typical thing is you have a prospect, a lead, and a client. Yep. So I added, I added a person before that, and I call him a suspect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody starts off with a suspect with mm-hmm. me <laughs> before they can even get to a prospect. Yeah. Yeah. I well, just, and, that's my new thing this year. I started. Well, and, and, <laughs> and I assess from that, you don't assume everybody is a prospect. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the problem is, is the, right. uh, I'll say it's sucking at sales. Mm-hmm. If you're in that world, if you're sucking at sales, you may actually assume everybody's a prospect and that is the worst orientation in the world, right? Because, right. because people see you coming and they run the other direction. Mm-hmm. Fast. <laughs> it's, it's not even like I could look right <clears throat> now at my LinkedIn. There's a bunch of people I don't know who have requested to connect with me. I don't have anything in my uh in my makeup that says i'm either like on my page it says i'm looking to hire people or what have you and i'm getting people oh we have a recruiting model that you can pay us hourly to there's another one that says i'm a freelance wordpress developer any real developer can go and inspect the source code of my website and see that it's run on squarespace not WordPress to be able to quote, like there's things people can <laughs> yeah, do. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And I just, I just cannot fathom, you know, like I just don't understand it. And the, the, I don't mean to make this entire conversation about that, but it, it just, it, I think it's be a missed opportunity now to have someone who's had a long held career in sales, essentially that main vein throughout your journey and not at least get some of your thoughts on how people may be, looking at LinkedIn as like their only channel and thinking that's the only way you can cold connect with people. I imagine you yourself have found other avenues, other ways of doing it, like maybe even just industry events. Like what, what are your thoughts? Yeah. On this? Oh, th- there's a lot of ways, right? There's, and, and really what this boils down to, not to go down a, a rabbit hole, but um, if you, if you have a clear defined ideal client profile, that ideal client profile will tell you where they go hang out at. And so your answer is there. Being client-centric by practice and by orientation and, uh, and not just saying it and doing it, you, you'll, you'll find that answer. So, I mean, you can go to a lot of places, right? Uh, uh, LinkedIn is not the end-all be-all. It's a single source. And if you have a single source to generate opportunities, you have a problem. <laughs> yeah. If LinkedIn kicks you off or LinkedIn goes down, you're shit out of luck. I mean, people forget. I mean, LinkedIn is what people do when they have some time to just check what their network is up to. It's a water <clears throat> cooler moment, right? It's not, totally. it's not, I'm on here at 24 seven. Like, no, there are other things that people are doing, like running their businesses. How do you get their attention totally. there? Things of that nature. Uh, so so with that, right, like, what are you focused on now? We know that you're focused on coaching, but like, what's the objective here? Do you have like a goal that you're trying to reach? Oh, uh, so uh, first goal is uh, surpassed a million you know, in, in yeah. revenue. And then, uh, and, and I'm actually uh, working on, you know, productizing this, you know, I, uh, my goal is to take selling 
the narrative of selling and turn it into serving. Uh, and for, for me to do that, I got to touch a lot, a lot more people that actually care about that. And, uh, so there's a lot of scaling and, and productizing and, you know, getting out there and speaking more and things that I got to do to, to, to leave the impact that I want, right. The money's going to come, the money will come. It's the, the impact that I'm, that I'm looking for. And, and, you know, if I can help, you know, a hundred thousand, uh, entrepreneurs, create a million dollars in revenue it, it that would be awesome you know that would be phenomenal there's something interesting in the behavior you just exhibited that i think like people who are listening to what you said like what you said was valid and good and then i just don't want them to miss out on how you were willing to be like look i'm working on some things you know you've had this career in sales and you walked away from a lot of money and the, the list goes on right but you're also you also have this confidence uh mm-hmm. and openness to things like, look, I know that I have an intention to build. I've got my map of what I think could happen and how it could work, but you're also open and saying there are things you're going to be learning along the way anyways. And a lot of people, I think, uh, who are struggling may not see in their character the lack of willingness to learn from others and from those mm-hmm. around them and how they have to presume that they have to present themselves as someone. I know everything and I use hand gestures to communicate my confidence. Like, yes, there's a time and a place for that, but everyone can see through it if it's not genuine. And I just don't, I don't feel you putting on any airs at all. I can see why sales work for you because you're not desperate for a sale. You're genuinely wondering, can I help this person? I, I've learned <laughs> to, that I trust people more how do I say this? So the, the people that admit that they don't know, or they admit, Hey, I'm wrong in this place, in this place. I trust that person more than somebody that says, I no, I'm, I'm not wrong. I, I, I know it. <laughs> I don't trust the second person. That is an untr- untrustworthy person because I know they're lying. Mm-hmm. Man. Right? <laughs> yeah. If you ask any business owner, period, Hey, what, what are your top three problems? And they say, no, I'm good. You're full of shit. Shit. You ask yep. me right now, I got a dozen stacked up back here that I'm still trying to deal with from last year. There was, a, <laughs> there was a guy prospecting me on LinkedIn, <laughs> on, on Facebook, and he was in conversation. I'll talk to him, right? And he asked me, you know, hey, what were your challenges? And uh, and I said, hey, my challenge right now is scaling. Things are good, blah, blah, blah. And um, uh and he goes, oh, so, so everything is perfect then? And I said, if anybody tells you things are perfect, they're lying, right? Yeah. It's not perfect. It's just I got high-class problems. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's only a certain number or type of people, a person or people that can actually help you get to the level you're trying to get to. And you told them. He asked you what's going on. He said, no, I'm, uh, things are great, but I, I'm having trouble with scaling. Yeah. And he's like, oh, so everything's fine. Literally went over his head. If somebody totally. doesn't understand when someone says I'm looking to scale, then they're not even relevant because they, they no. don't know what that means. Right. No, he, he's, like, he's trying to <laughs> like weighing things because <laughs> because he was most likely trying to fit my problems into what he solves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, that's, it, that's not in that box. Right. It's not in that box. And and I said something too, to, to like uh, the guy then reached out to me and said, hey, Brian, if I uh, gave you a free coaching session with a millionaire who's had $500,000 days, would you do it? And I said, well, that doesn't impress me. And I don't want to be sold. I want to buy. Yeah. 
right? Yeah. This guy was selling me, right? I don't want to be sold. And 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 I've wasted money on people like that, right? On <laughs> on the outside, like on on all all the looks. Like that's I don't have time for that. I mean, I, it, <laughs> I think what we're getting at here, and it, I think it's worth it's worth highlighting, is the idea of like how there's a lack of like customer centricity, like, like people just, first of all, people approaching you and then not even knowing about the fact that you've done sales pretty much your entire career. And that like the last thing they need to offer you is that when you clearly told them what your problem is and you did the work for them when they mm-hmm. were like, Hey, they could have easily been like, you know, I've been watching your growth over time or this or that, or I saw the last couple of posts. I suspect that there might be, this is irrelevant. Like the things you were talking about, like yep. genuine, like what I like to do is if if I'm interested in what someone's doing and I, I only work with things that are interesting, whether to my benefit or not, I mm-hmm. have to be interested in it. I usually leave a comment and see whether or not, even if it takes them a long time to respond, like whether or not we can even have a conversation. Because mm-hmm. first of all, if people aren't even open to that, they're not in a position to be talking to somebody or if they look and they see my title and what it's not relevant and then we don't have to have that conversation and I can keep right. being interested in what they're doing and they don't have, right. But most people are trying to, like you said, find a way to fit what they do for people and then throw it on you as, Oh, you have this problem. I promise you. It's like, no, it's, it's crazy to me. It, it, it yes, it's harder because it actually is work. But it, that's what that's what it takes if you want to be in business, right? There... Well, and and you probably you guys probably experience this when you actually care about clients and other people and interested in helping them. The more people you help, the more they're going to bring you people. Right, you have the same problem. A hundred percent. Right. 100%. I know. I I know somebody who can help because they helped me. Yes, that's that's yep. the whole thing. That's yep. the whole thing, man. Oh man. Uh, the people who get it, get it. And there's plenty of people who don't yeah. <laughs> um, uh, with that, uh, because, because uh, uh, I'm letting the day get ahead of me here. I want to, I want to check in. So if people want to get a hold of you and get some of this coaching uh, from someone who's just been able to do it their entire career. Uh, and especially if they heard this, they already know where to get a hold of you. But if people want to get a hold of you and they want to see this link somewhere, what link are we looking at for them to connect? With you know, so uh, I would say the best way anytime is to get a hold of me at my website. It's mcdonaldbryan.com. It's my last name, first name. Uh, so the best way is always to, to go there, whether it's pointing my LinkedIn or my website or some landing page, it's great. And, and every single one of my social media sites is the same. So my, my ads are at McDonald Brian. So you can find me anywhere, uh, uh, that way. Okay. Yeah. And that's a Brian with a Y in case. Brian with a Y. Thank you. Thank you. I always forget that. I want to make sure some people will be like, I couldn't find it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, but, uh, with that, uh, now is a perfect time also to check in on someone that's made this episode possible and this conversation about sales possible. And that is Blue University. So for anyone listening, if you've been thinking about starting a business, uh, but you hate the idea of thinking about the fact that, oh, do I got to go to MBA? Uh, I'm just going to end up in debt. I don't even know what I'm doing. You could spend years trying to get all these skills together uh, and then you feel like you're trapped, like at your job and you're like, what am I going to do? How am I going to break away from this? Well, guess what? 
Blue University exists, BLU, right? And all you have to do is take into consideration that they have been able to set up real world experience people like who are actually in business, not a professor in college, nothing wrong with that. I'm sure they are great historians, right? But most people, every five years, if you're not doing something different, then you're only as good as you were five years ago, if you're the same, right? And so I really urge you, if you're taking business into consideration in earnest and you want to step into that world, go to blu.university and you can use the code SAB20 to get 20% off to get started on that journey. And it'll walk you through those steps and have you miss a lot of the mistakes that you'll make along the way. So, you know, you pick and choose, especially if you're working, it's a no brainer. You can get it back. You can't get the time back. And that's the worst decision you can make. So just consider that. Now, getting back to our conversation with Brian here, we are ready for the grand finale, I believe, but let me check in with Jason. We are. Let's roll out. Hey. the grand Okay. Brian, <laughs> if you could have invited anybody to this conversation today, talk about all the things we talked about, hear your journey and how you got started. Who would you have invited here today and why? Uh, I think it would be uh, a buddy of mine, uh, Chris. Uh, I met him when we when I moved to Chicago. He was from the East Coast uh, as well, and uh, and he he I'm going to say randomly passed away about five years ago. Uh, I, I lost touch with him, and I found out he passed away by googling him and seeing us. And and we're just inviting him to this conversation to 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 let him know that everything we talked about. Uh, it was longer than five years ago. Everything we talked about happened. Wow. Man, what a story. And uh, what, uh, Chris, you said, was his name? Yeah, Konarski. Yeah, man. Big shout out to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it means a lot when someone is still bringing you into the room. You know, like it means they left an impression on you. And we just never know. Mm-hmm. You know, I think this is a great opportunity to remind someone if you have a friend, a real friend, that comes to mind right now as we start having this conversation that has had an impact on you and that you have these great conversations, but you only catch up every five, six months and you promise you're going to get back to each other. And every time you jump on the phone, you pick up right where you left off and somehow you always let too much time pass by that friend. After this episode, give him a shout because- This is the perfect opportunity to see that. Those are my closing thoughts, uh, but it is tradition around here for Jason to close us out. So Brian, thanks so much for stopping by. I'm going to let Jason to close us out here now. Awesome. Well, hey, yeah, thanks for taking the time to be here today. We all got busy, busy schedules, and I hate the word busy, um, but that's the word everybody likes. I like to say productive, not busy. Um, and yeah, but you you took the time to, to, to come spend a little time and drop some value bombs on our audience and us too. So that's a great thing. It's always good to learn from each other a little bit more. And uh, we should all strive to be lifelong learners because, hey, the day you stop learning is the day you Mm. stop innovating. So, uh, and that's not just in business, that's in life. So again, thanks for being here. Appreciate you. And, uh, you know, good having you here. Thank you. It was awesome being here, guys. Appreciate the invite. Right on, man. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the War Room Roundtable with your hosts, Jason Miller and Philip Lanos. 
please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates. And always remember, if you can dream it and believe it, then you can go achieve it. We'll see you in the next episode.